Hey, Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, really exciting. I'm going to talk about reality shifting, what it is, and how I get tips from doing readings from spirit in how to shift my reality. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Well, I definitely need to shift my reality a little bit because, you know, I've been a little bit blue. We talked about this the last couple of episodes. (laughs) I'm trying to pump up the red. It's your birthday month. It's my birthday month. And every time the blue comes out, the red goes down. I don't know where you, like every year we go through this. Okay. So let me ask you this question again. I know I ask this all the time. Right. But have I brought in a little more red because I've been working on something? Yes, you have. And after, I feel like last week, yes, you're right. After our discussion last week, you, you decided to really get into something and you did. Yes. So what I got into was ghost hunting. Yeah, <laughs> you did. Yes. Okay. So every year we do the Mystic Michaela Halloween special. <laughs> it's our fourth annual one coming up. And you had a great idea. What was your idea? Okay. So, you know, we've been to the Riddle House. Mm-hmm. That's where I almost got choked to death. Yeah. Okay. We went traumatic, to yeah. Casadega. Yes. That was cool. The Ann Stevens House. The Psychic Town. Psychic Town and the Ann Stevens House. We stayed in the Haunted House. Yes. Which was, a, which was a nice haunted. It was There were nice yeah, ghosts. Nice ghosts there. Very pleasant. Last year, we took a trip down to Fort Lauderdale with the long-haired ghost hunter. Tim. That yeah. was awesome. Creepy. Really creepy stuff. And this year, what I wanted to do, and this is bringing out my red, was, you know, it's, it's a fan, it's a, how do you say it, like a fan favorite, the, the Halloween episode. <laughs> we it's like a, to think so. <laughs> it, it, you know, right. people get excited about it. Yeah. And I thought, well, what's... A bet, what's no better way than to get the fans involved, the people, the listeners involved? Yeah, MMSF. Right. You're coming with us. So I'm like, all right, let me figure out a place that's haunted. St. Augustine, Florida. Oldest most, city oldest in the city. U.S. And, re- and they say it's like really haunted. Yeah, like really, really. Yeah. yeah like triple, Everybody agrees Triple on haunted. That. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but very haunted. It's triple. Triple, mm-hmm. triple haunted. Yeah. yeah. Not quadruple, but triple. Right. Uh, and then I'm thinking like, wait, wait a second. You know, we've, we've done ghost hunting. We've, we've worked with the machines and all that, but, you know, maybe some of the listeners want that same experience. So we opened it up to the Mystic Michaela spiritual family, and I booked a tour. Uh, just for us. Just just for – and, yeah, and the, and the people that want to yeah, go. Yeah, that's what I mean, just for yeah, the just, family, just yeah, for yeah. the MMSF, right. And it's going to be in October, and, you know, I've been planning that this whole time, you know, calling different ghost tour companies, and I really wanted to get the paranormal experience. A lot of, a lot of the St. Augustine – Ghost hunting is like you kind of walk around the town and then a guy dressed up in a weird costume <laughs> right. tells you funny stories and ghost tales and spooky tales and things like that. Which is fun, yeah. Yeah, which is fun. But I wanted something more than that. Yeah. So I got the paranormal tour. Ooh. And I've really been working with the guy uh, from Saint, Ghost St. Augustine and to put on this uh, paranormal tour. So, so we opened it up. And how many people do we have coming from the Mystic Michaela well, spiritual family-ish? Ish. Okay. I... Now, it could be much different the time when this episode airs. Yes. It's going to be a few days later. You're in the planning stages. In the planning stages. The tour, I, I, I fought as hard as I could to get as many people as I could to go. Yeah, I think it has to be a smaller company. experience anyways, just to be, you know, yeah. interesting. And the largest number they would give me is 50. Okay. So, so you open it up to 50. 50 people. That's the okay. largest they would give me. And I, like, I fought for that. And, yeah. You know, they. You, if you have smaller groups, you can go... And do like inside how like even inside houses and oh, attics cool. and things, but you need to have smaller groups. Yeah. But they said fifty. That's like max. And that's they, cool though. They, yeah. Well, I'll do it together, and we'll do the podcast around it. It'll yeah. Be, it'll be a lot of fun. And I'm so excited. That, that will be the, spe- the Halloween special this year. We'll 
you know, hopefully take place in St. Augustine. Yeah. So we, so you're in the planning of that. And because of that, you look way more chill and balanced. So my red has come out. Yeah. You look better red, blue balanced. Even though, even though I hate planning, I like the actual planning of the things like stresses me out. You were, it's honestly, it's not like it. How do I put this? Yeah. Like the day you were putting it all together because you have to, we're not making money off this or anything. Like no. you're just, you decided to put it together, but you have to put all, you got you to gotta lay out the money and you got to like plan it with everybody. So you were hype, like a little hyper that day, but it was a good hyper. It was like a good, you know what I mean? There's good stress and bad stress. This was good stress. Like you really do love, I think you say you hate planning it, but I heard you talking to these guys several times. You're getting excited about it. I, it's, it's, a, it's a good thing. All right. You feel good. So when I get stressed or when I want to change my aura and balance my vibe out, I like to go to the beach. And we did this last weekend. Yes. And we're very fortunate. We live in Florida. We live near the beach. It's only like 20 minutes away. And it's very beautiful. And I never, ever am ungrateful for it. So we get there, right? And we got the kids. And, oh, with you, we'll only go nighttime beach. But my favorite is nighttime. Yeah. Because... Explain to us why. <laughs> Well, there's a thing called the schlep. Yes, the and schlep. I hate the schlep. The beach schlep, yeah. Which is like you bring all your gear, yeah. you know, everything. You got to bring everything. Pretty much, you know, the entire garage goes into the be- into the trunk and you got to bring it. The sunscreens, Food. the towels, foods. Right. Uh, pails, shovels, everything. Sun Chairs, umbrella. Yeah. Er- everything. And right. it's just a pain. Yeah. And plus, it's really hot down here right it's now. So, the sand is like, I don't know, it's on lava. Yeah. So to me, the best is you go at nighttime. It, so yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, you go like five, six o'clock. There's nobody there. Like the beach empties out. Yeah. You bring only a couple things, like what you can carry. You don't have to like scrummage through the entire garage to get everything. You don't have to bring as much food. No, you don't have to do sunscreen anymore because the sun's no, setting. No There's sun, no sun no anymore. Food. Yeah. I mean, the only thing you have to worry about is maybe like it's the time the sharks feed. But that is other the problem. Than that, they you do come out at twilight. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> it's true. I mean, other than that, you have the beach to yourself. <laughs> So that's why I like the I like the nighttime beach. But you're not wrong, and and it's so hot here that it's it's still really hot. So and the water time, anything. Anyway, yeah. so we're, I mean, we're, you could, I could even wear like a sweatshirt at night on the beach. Yeah. now and it's fine. So you we know, go, so, we yeah. go, we're going to the beach. This is the last weekend. We went to the beach. We have the kids. Everybody's going. And, you know, it's it's nice. It's like an hour before sunset, and the kids hold hands. It's like the, if you have kids, you get it's like the rare moment where they're getting along and they're like holding hands and they're frolicking in the waves together and the sun setting. And the, the sky is this beautiful orange and it, it's just this gorgeous light with these beautiful cumulus clouds. And I'm sitting there in my chair with my feet in the sand. I'm just like, oh, I just had this like feeling of gratitude come over me. Like, oh my God, like I'm so thankful and I'm, I'm really feeling it in the moment. And, you know, I, I, I just feel so good. And I'm really starting to like reality shift. Like, oh, it's just so thankful. Thank you, God. Thank you, spirit. And all of a sudden next to me, I hear question for you <laughs> and i'm like what what scott what um you know had a donut in the fridge what happened to it because that morning you had gone and gotten donuts yes and i i don't know i don't know what happened. i'm like scott i don't know what happened to your donut and you're like it was ha-, and then you, you you tell me it was half eaten and I went to look for it and it was gone. And I said, you know, did you throw it out? And I said, I did not throw it out. Are you sure? Are you sure? Did you eat it? I'm like, I didn't eat your half eaten donut. I'm like, I don't know where it is. And you're like, hmm. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, well, one of the kids probably ate it. Well, no, okay. This is what happened. 
we had I went out, got Jupiter Jupiter Donuts in the morning. Yeah, it's a big okay. deal here. Big deal. Get to Jupiter Donuts. Jupiter, it's Jupiter. a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not an ad. It's just so, a big deal. I was having the donut, and it was a chocolate um, with you know like the frosting. Like uh, they put that in the hole. Yeah, like the frosting. Who doesn't? In the hole. It's the best part. Yeah, it's the best part. But you okay. left it. Right. Well, oh, yeah. Okay. So you know, <laughs> I was eating it, whatever. But Jupiter donuts are big. They're they're very filling. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, you know what? Because we we're going to the gym. You know, well, donuts yeah. and then we go to the gym. This, this was our breakfast before the gym. Okay. Yeah. So you know, I I left the part like the center with the cream. And and I bit like chewed all around it. So yeah. yeah. So it was just like this cream and then just a little piece of the donut left. And I put it back into the Jupiter donut box with the other regular donuts mm-hmm. that haven't been eaten yet. Mm-hmm. And we went to the gym. And then, you know, I was gonna like, all right, we got back to the gym. Like, oh, I am gonna eat my I'm gonna eat that now. Yeah, I'm gonna eat that chewed up hole. <laughs> yeah, we need that chewed up hole. <laughs> so I went and I looked in the box and it was gone. So we're at the beach. Yeah. And this is 7 p.m. Yeah. Like that was at yeah. like 11 a.m. That was and 11 a.m. Yeah. And you're and I'm like I don't know I think that I think one of the kids ate it and you're like and then they're playing they're frolicking in the waves they're pretending they're mermaids it's beautiful and you're like Brianna I'm like stop it Scott they're playing who cares you're like let me just ask a question so you know they trudge up they're like what and you're like Brianna did you eat my donut shoot up whole. And she's like, yeah, I ate it. And, and and you were like, that's gross. And she's like, what? Family germs. And then she like ran back into the ocean. I'm like, there, Scott. Okay, that's what happened to it. And then I thought to myself, <laughs> you have been thinking about this <laughs> since like 11 a.m. And like it, like it was seven. You were thinking about it for that many hours. And it was just this like, it was just funny because like, at, there's this like beautiful moment where on the beach I'm like manifesting and that's what you're thinking about like who ate your chewed up donut hole okay piece. it was just really okay. funny well you know question for you I, I just did you know <laughs> I just couldn't imagine what had happened to it because it was like this like really chewed up donut whole thing yeah and I'm like she mu- you must have thrown it out that's the only logical yeah it was thing. like you were so and- accusatory and um like, you didn't believe me. I'm like, I didn't eat it. Like, I wouldn't eat that. Like, why would I eat that? I didn't throw it out. Well, I couldn't imagine anyone would have eaten that. Yeah. But I guess Brianna did eat that. And so anyways, yeah. that's... That's that's your, how your reality shifted. <laughs> but I, it was just a funny story because I feel like it fit in because I'm like, oh, because I'm doing um, an episode this week on reality shifting, which is kind of like manifesting, which is about like changing your mental state. But, you know, donuts. I mean, I guess I just... Reality you know, shifting. I needed to know the answer to what had happened to this half... <laughs> This piece of donut. This okay. chewed up piece of donut. All right. All right. All right. We got a couple of ads, and then we're going to come back and talk about reality shifting. Hey, Scotty. We're talking about wild grain. This is my absolute favorite. Everybody <laughs> knows wild grain got me out of the, Na- the NASA photo depression. Yes. You know, I Existential just ate crisis. all the sourdough bread, the yeah. croissants. This is my birthday month. I yeah. need more wild grain. It's healing for you. Yes. I, I absolutely love it. I truly love it. <laughs> well, you know, wild grain is the first bake from frozen box for artisanal bread. Plus, they have amazing rolls, pastries, and even handmade pastas, which are delicious. Wild grain uses only clean ingredients, such as unbleached and non-GMO flour, and utilizes a slow sourdough fermentation process that's better for you and tastes better than anything you can find in a grocery store. 
I kid you not. And it fills you up more too. This stuff is amazing. Plus for every new member, Wild Grain donates six meals to the Greater Boston Food Bank. They've donated over 120,000 meals so far. Here's how it works. Sign up and choose which type of box you want to receive and how often. Then Wild Grain delivers for free a box of breads, pastas, and pastries with easy to follow instructions. Every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. Traveling, freezer already stocked, no problem. It's easy to reschedule, skip, or cancel. Are you hungry already? For a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash KYA to start your subscription. You heard me, free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash KYA. That's wildgrain.com slash KYA, or you can use promo code KYA at checkout. Myself and my kids, we all have very naturally sensitive skin, but when my second one was born, she had eczema. And let me tell you the struggles I had with a lot of things, but number one, finding things I could use with her when she was struggling from her itchiness and discomfort. Well, as a parent, you know, it's hard to see your child struggle and it's hard to see your child struggle with itchiness and discomfort from eczema. You've probably been hesitant to try new products and just want the best for your baby. Thankfully, GladSkin is safe and gentle on your baby's skin. GladSkin is a new category of skin treatment that's made for people of all ages who are eczema-prone, acne-prone, and rosacea-prone skin. But what actually causes the itchiness, redness, inflammation, and discomfort in the skin? It's a disruption of the bacterial environment, also called the skin microbiome. Glad Skin specifically works to target the imbalance of your skin's microbiome. But unlike other skin brands and prescription medications, Glad Skin uses Microbalance, a revolutionary protein that restores the balance of the good and bad bacteria that live on your skin so it can finally heal. It's so effective that 91% of users, adults and children, who tried their top-selling eczema cream reported significant improvement after just seven days. Gladskin's new oatmeal-free formula is non-toxic and free of steroids and other common irritants. Pediatricians and dermatologists love Gladskin for even the littlest of babies. I'm telling you, my whole family actually uses it because we all have very sensitive skin anyways. So if you've been frustrated with your treatment options, don't wait to try GladSkin. They are offering our listeners 15% off plus free shipping on your first order at gladskin.com slash KYA. That's gladskin.com slash KYA for 15% off plus free shipping. That's gladskin.com slash K-Y-A. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Well, you know, all right. We're, so we're going to ask the question here, what is reality shifting? Uh, I mean, I would like to shift my reality back, you know, going back a week where that donut wasn't eaten. <laughs> right. And I could have had that the best part. Right. Is that something I could do? So what is reality shifting? So, okay. So I guess you could go out there and find a lot of different definitions for it or whatever. I have to always go from my own interpretation and what I get from spirit. So when I started doing readings, I like a lot of things get like this insight to this whole other realm. And 
I've talked about this on other episodes, like the different insights and the categories of them and how they've helped me and how I try to use them and whatnot. And reality shifting is one of them. So what I would notice is we have an ability to change our current reality in the moment. And your reality, meaning everything around you and what's happening in your perception of it, is something that's that is moldable. It's something that's not, it's not something that's static. Like it can definitely change a lot. So I am talking about this today, like the tips from spirit, how to actually do that and why and how you might actually be feeling the need to do it or the pushes to do it or the inclinations or where you think you're confused, but actually you're picking up on different realities or whatever. I'm going to talk about that coming up, but reality shifting, it's kind of like, it's very, it's related to manifesting in a way because it's about getting on a vibration where like attracts like. So it's like a mindset shift. Okay. So, and I think we've talked about this a little bit during previous episodes. Yeah. So, so this to me, like, what you're saying is something kind of like this. And again, we might've said this before. So I wake up in the morning, I have my coffee. <laughs> right. This is like the Willie Nelson dog. Yeah, I know. And I spill it all over the floor. Right. And then, you know, then I go to clean it up. And when I'm cleaning it up, I get all the t- paper towels everywhere. Right. And then when I try to throw out the paper towels, the garbage bag breaks. Yeah. So, you know, so one thing leads into another, yeah. to another. The and, bad vibes are contagious. Right. And then I start thinking, oh, this is going to be a terrible day. Right. Is that, okay, is this what we're talking about? Yeah, and I've talked about it, like, when I was doing um, sometimes other workshops, because you've heard me use that metaphor before. Like, this can be a a day, this can be months, this can be years in your life. You've shifted into cyclical, a cyclical reality where you just keep making the same choices and you keep putting yourself on the same trajectory over and over and over again. And honestly, this whole podcast is about this because I say we don't do what's good for us. We do what's normal for us. The reality that you might be comfortable with isn't necessarily the reality that's better for you, but you have to reality shift to get to a different reality. That means you get more self-aware and you start making different choices mindfully and you start interpreting and perceiving the things that are happening to you in a different way. Now, some people could be like, that's magical thinking or that's not grounded or that's silly or that's not being realistic or that's being delusional. And yeah, because like when you go out there, sometimes if you're watching social media or stuff, people take this to like a different realm. Okay. The way, but honestly, the way I see it is if you're doing it mindfully with your feet on the ground, I do this my whole life. I do this all the time. And yeah, if you start making different decisions and you start consciously choosing a different mindset, and the best time to do it is when you're in the midst of a horrific day or moment or life cycle, because it's just more passionate or whatever, you can actually switch out of it. Yeah, no, it's weird. This this one, I actually really? totally believe. I'm not a skeptic on this one. Wow. Yeah, I'm okay. actually, and I'm a red, right? I'm a red. Yeah. And I think this actually logically makes sense. Okay. Um, I, I totally believe it because yeah. if you if I keep thinking, like, and I do this all my time my, myself, if I keep thinking, oh, you know, nothing's going to happen. Let's say nothing's going to happen. Right. Today, just nothing happened. We're not moving forward today. We're, we're just kind of sluggish. And if I keep thinking that, well, 
that's how the day is going to be. Yeah. But then what I'll do is I'll just start to do something. Right. Like, I'll do like the, the most minimal task just to get it flowing another way. Yes. And, you know, whether I'll just write back an email, you know, oh man, I did email this person back. It's been like five days. I should have probably already done that. Yes. And I'll just be like, all right, I'm going to email that person. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe I'll do another email here and then I'll take a little break and I'll do another email or, or something else, whatever. Yeah. And that changes the mind frame. Yes. And 100%. I saw, and I think that's just, to me, that's just logical. It, like, it I, is. I don't find that to be, you know, something I could even be a skeptic of because it's just taking energy and putting it in, in a different format. A hundred percent. I think a lot of us do this. Like when I'm having a rough day, uh, I usually I have an email re- reading, waiting or something in my life. And I'll just say, I'm going to put my hundred percent. I'm just going to like, Nothing exists except this email reading. Yeah, that, yeah you know I, I mean? actually, that's what I do too. Yeah, and I'm just like, I'm just going to like, I, I'm just going to visit spirit and this person's spirit guides and we'll be good like that. Or, um, you know what? The neighbor needs some help. I'm just going to go over there and see what's going on. You know, you can throw yourself into different trajectories and a different vibe. Athletes do this like high performing athletes. I love like when the Olympics are on or even hearing like, you know, they visualize their performance or they visualize success or they visualize them taking the shot, you know, visualization and just that kind of shifting their perspective, especially after a failure, they shit, they learn how to shift their perspective or there's like even coaches and therapists, they're not calling it this, but what they do is they get you to talk to the insecure parts of yourself and choose a different mindset and a different mind frame and stay in that side of yourself instead. So there's a lot of probably different words for this, this reality shifting. It, you can think it's like, you could go anywhere from, I guess the woo woo side to saying that you step into a different alternate universe, or you could go to a more psychological part of it and say, okay, I'm just using a different part of my mindset to operate. Yeah. That's the one I would. Yeah. I I think more than the magical place. Right. Yeah. And that's where, and I think we've talked about it a lot on here. What happens is, is something's really cool. You know, we've talked about with the paranormal stuff and, and this too, like something's really cool. Like reality shifting is a really cool thing. Yeah. But when you put kind of like the weird magical spin on it, you know, then it can get a little bit, then people stop believing in it or it's not as attainable for people or it can attract, I guess, certain, certain, I guess, mindsets that aren't healthy, like obsessive thinking or stuff like this. You got to remember you're in control. Right. And this is something that you have to look to yourself to do. Okay, good. And it's something that is actually available to you. So, I'm going to talk about how spirit can help you with this coming okay. up. Though. And I just want to add, like, this is yeah. something, you know, I can do, you can do, anyone could do on their own. Yeah. They do not need to go to somebody. No. <laughs> they do not need to find someone online that will help them reality shift. This is something they could totally do on their yeah. own. No help needed. No help required. Yeah. I mean, I love a good therapist. I think therapy is really important. But I think at the end of the day, even when you go to a therapist or a psychologist, it's about building the tools in yourself. It's, it always should be about that. And I feel like with reality shifting, the more mindful you are about, you know what? I have a re- I'm having a bad attitude about work like and owning it. Like I can point the finger all around and it does, two things can be true. Everyone around me can be a jerk and I can have a bad attitude. You know what I mean? But what do I have control over? I have control over my attitude. Right. Okay. So how do I take control of that? Boom. You've just reality shifted. The second you make a choice to have control over your mind frame and your mindset and your vibe, you've reality shifted and different things will get set up for you. All right. Well, that's amazing. And I'm a believer on this one. So, you like this one. Yeah, I can't even play the skeptic. <laughs> 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. All right, so let's hear your tips from Spirit for reality shifting. I am so excited to talk about this topic because doing readings and interacting with Spirit has helped me see the world very differently through the scope, through the lens of the other side. And I talk about this a lot. And in this episode, I wanted to talk about how I have gained insight from spirit, from the other side, and how you can shift your energy, how you can shift your reality. And you can do it right now. And you can actually change and shift and jump out of your current reality into one that suits you best. And in a nutshell, it has to do with you embracing your authentic self. And how you do that is you get closer to self and you get closer to spirit and you do all the things that we're trying to do here. But today we're talking about eight specific lessons that I've gotten from spirit in exactly how to shift your reality. All right. So number one, here's what you have to understand. And this is what I've gotten. We all live in our own reality in the 3d world. You live in your own reality bubble. This is why it can be so difficult sometimes to be here. Sometimes, all the time, really. Um, it's because there isn't there isn't the connectedness we have in the fifth dimension or the other side consciousness. In our 3D world, we're very much all in our own reality. And I try to explain this to people. So when I do a reading... I am blessed with the ability to be able to, through spirit, go into your world, how you think, how you see and sense things, what your unique perspectives are, how trauma and your programming and your background has shaped you into seeing things. I get to walk into your reality. And the purpose of that is to give you insight on it. So spirit wants you to have insight on how your reality works. It's, it's a mindfulness, really, of how your reality is set up and shaped because it's different than everyone else's, and it's important to notice that. It also can be different from your higher self or your authentic self, and they want you to notice that too because the more you can shift your reality your perception to that of your authentic self, the easier life will flow for you. But we all live in our own reality bubble. How I perceive something is very different from how you perceive something. I get to see that with aura colors as the filters. It's kind of like if I was able to <laughs> try on your set of eyes and see the world and, and jump into your brain and, and think. That's what I'm able to do. And and it's important, it's useful information to know how your reality is set up. Because when you understand how you think and how it's 
so uniquely shaped by your own experiences and your own energy and your own aura and your own mentality and programming and your own authentic self and higher self and your own soul contract goals, you have more control over what's happening to you. And so in a reading, I'm able to, to, to explain this and then explain how other people are interpreting you, how it relates back to the 3D and the 5D. And how it relates back to your own authentic self. Because when you have insight into it, now all of a sudden your vision is clear and you have more control. Which leads me to the next thing. Number two, I have learned from spirit about shifting your reality. And that is the future is free will. What I have gotten over and over again when doing, when doing readings is there's no such thing as the future. There's only this moment. There's only ever been this moment. Right now is the only thing that exists in this exact moment. Anything that is future when I get a reading is free will, meaning you have control over it. And back to number one, the more mindful you are about what your reality is, how it's shaped and how it's set up and how how it's away or close to your authentic self, the more control you have over understanding what your future can be based on your own free will choices. Which leads me to number three. You are on a specific trajectory. So the future is actually based on your trajectory. So when I do a reading and somebody asks me about the future, I'll just get a trajectory. It doesn't mean it's definitely going to happen because it's free will, number two, and it's a trajectory, number three. So your choices will set the trajectory. I'm able to read your patterns and your choices based on today, based on how I'm picking up, you know, how you interpret reality in your own reality bubble and how you're making choices and, and what your actions are and how your mentality is and how you think everything works. I'm able to see all that. And then I'm able to kind of see what your trajectory is. Well, based on this, you won't leave your job. You're going to stay there and be completely not happy until something blows up or until you do the purple bomb that I feel is coming or until, you know, they fire you or whatever. So like I'll get trajectory, but you can change that. Your mindset and your choices alter your trajectory. So one, two, three, so far we have, you have your, you're on your own reality bubble. When you're mindful of that, you have more control because the future is free will meaning you direct, you set your path because you are on a trajectory and how you control your tra trajectory, your future trajectory is through being more mindful and conscious of your mindset, your choices, and your actions. All right, number four. This is something I see with people all the time and I feel it too. You can feel, now just hang with me here, because it might sound weird at first, but then it'll make sense. You can feel the various potential trajectories at once. So because there is no set future, there's a lot of different paths you can feel at the same time. 
well, I could be an artist or I could be an assistant or I could work at this school or I could go back for my degree or I could move across the country and try this program. They're all options and you can feel them at the same time. It's, they exist in some sort of, I don't know, quantum reality or something where there's a part of you that can feel that that choice could work out for you. Therefore, it can be really hard, especially if you have this ability to feel all the potential choices at the same time, it can be really hard to set a direction upon one. And over time in your life, especially if you've just always felt like confused because, but everything's a good idea or I want to do everything. You can actually set your trajectory to staying put and not doing anything and living in indecision. So you have to feel the various potential paths, the various potential versions of you at once and just pick one. You have to make a choice to pick one. And that's that can be hard. It can be very hard. But it's something that you might be feeling. I'll see this a lot with like tricolored auras. I'll see this a lot with purple auras. I see it with all the aura colors, but those are the ones I see kind of there's more anxiety around it. Cause I'll and I'll tell people in a reading, like, well, you're feeling all the potential use, <laughs> all the potential versions of you, all the potential pathways that are available to you, which are more than one. It's kind of like when you go into Baskin Robbins and you're, I don't know, how am I going to choose? I want like eight different flavors. And then you end up just getting vanilla because <laughs> you're just going to make a choice. But there is that one person that gets them all, you know. But anyways, it's it, I simplified that a lot, but that's what it feels like, but on a bigger scale. So you may be able to feel the various choices happening all at once, and they're all equally amazing. So one thing I noticed too, just with this one, aligning with this one is, um, you know, I don't really believe in wrong choices. I really don't. I feel like things work out and settle themselves around you and you can always change it. So creating a mindful way to be decisive about your path is important. Okay. Number five. Another thing I've learned from spirit is that your higher self, the version of you that's eternal, the version of you that is always in connection with you, but you can get distanced from seeing as though we're in this 3D reality in our human existence. Your higher self is someone that you can really talk to as an expert advisor. You can ask your higher self, and I'm simplifying this, but let's say, for example, there's this date and you know this person isn't good for you, but you have a date to go to coffee with them. Ask your higher self, higher self, am I making a great decision here by doing this, even though I understand what's going, I'm going to, how I'm going to feel after, or is it better to go to, you know, a nature walk instead today? Ask your higher self, and then you'll get an answer very clear. Some people call this their future selves. Like ask yourself, three days from now. Was that a good decision three days from now, me? Or is that a bad decision? 
And then you'll be like, no, my future self was definitely thinking I should have done the other thing. So that's another thing I'll get in readings. I'll feel the version of you down the line that was like, why did I do that? You know, it's kind of like that part of you, the all-knowing, just rational, like almost parental, I told you so voice that is always there and we've learned how to ignore. But start talking to that part of yourself more because it's going to help you make those decisions that can be hard to make, especially going back to the last one I talked about, when you feel all the various potential choices and trajectories that you want to choose from, ask your higher self or your future self what worked out for you. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Number six, and this is huge. If you have fuzzy intentions, you will have a fuzzy future. How many readings have I had? And I do this with myself too, okay? This is something I work on with myself all the time. How many readings have I had where someone's like, what career do you see me in? And it's fuzzy. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like eight different things for you. And they're like, yeah, those are all the things I've been thinking of. It's like, okay, until you set your trajectory, there's no future. And if you haven't set a trajectory and you're fuzzy, then your future will continue to look fuzzy. If your intentions are fuzzy, your future is fuzzy. If right now your life tends to be, okay, I'm in struggle, indecision, and a constant state of self-doubt, tomorrow and all the days after are just going to replicate that. But if in your mindset right now, you're like, I am, and then I am blessed. I am financially abundant. I am loved. I am in a job that respects me. I am working from home and making amazing income. If you are putting intentions out there, and you're definitive about it, and you write them down and you put them somewhere, you see them all the time, it's not fuzzy anymore. And then, because I do all these, I do readings and I'm like, man, I see like, I don't know, I'll say something and they're like, I just wrote that down. I just journaled that two days ago. It's like, yes, (laughs) because they heard you. You set your path. When you, you have to set your path with clear intentions. And there's a lot of places, this is what I work with on myself, There are so many places where you're just so used to being fuzzy, you don't even realize you're being fuzzy. Like, oh my gosh, I don't even realize that I'm always fuzzy about, I don't know, whatever it is. I'm just used to that part of my life being kind of like up in the air. So look around in your life. What are the things that are up in the air? It's kind of looking around the the house sometimes when you're like, ooh, what corner needs to be organized? How have I been ignoring that closet for three years? That is a mess. The shoe closet needs help. So you got to think about that in your life too. Like what part of my life is fuzzy? Where do I not have great goals? 
And you could get a little yellow aura. Yellow auras have already thought about this even before I'm saying it. You can get a little yellow aura about it and you can, okay, home, you know, section off your life. Home, love, career, family, self, and write little goals everywhere. Okay. Number seven, fear isn't going to hold you up. It's okay to be scared. It's not, your ego tells you that being scared means that nothing's available to you. Like, that's not true. That's just, that's just your ego trying to make sure you don't manifest anything for yourself. Okay. Here's the deal. When we talk about all this stuff, oh, shift your mindset, shift your life, make an intention and you'll see it happen. Okay. When we say things like that, your ego pops right in and says, it's not that easy. Or you're going to change your whole life. Or what's everybody going to think when this happens for you? Or what if you get to that spot and you don't know what to do? I mean, you're e- so fear is a friend. It's a little gift of the ego. <laughs> and fear is a healthy, wonderful thing that keeps us in check. Okay? Um, but it, it's not an indication that of success or, and it's not an indication of failure. It's just there. Fear doesn't mean anything except it's just you. So embrace it and be like, I see you. I hear you. Thank you. Okay. And then just put it aside and keep doing what you're doing. It's not going to mess up your vibe. And, and really what this whole thing is about with, with number seven, with fear is that It's okay to feel your feelings and own where you're at. If you're sad, if you're angry, if you're overwhelmed, if you're anxious, if you're scared, that doesn't affect anything. As long as you acknowledge it, pushing it away will affect your vibe. Bringing it to the forefront and nurturing it by way of just acknowledging it. I see you. I hear you. I respect you. I see your value. I, and I know where you came from to these, all these feelings that actually heightened your vibe. You don't have to be like super happy all the time. You just have to be mindful of where you're at. So wholeness is part of creating, I guess, the boost to all this mindset that will shift your reality. Finally, number eight, look for how it's working. Okay, look for how it's working for you. So the second you're having a bad day and all of a sudden you're like, okay, I'm having a really bad day. I'm late for work. I'm hitting every red light. I spilled coffee all over the mats of my car. I realize I'm wearing two different colored shoes. I really don't feel like going there today. I have this meeting I don't want to go to after work. My house is a mess. I have no food. What am I going to eat for dinner? I got to stop at the grocery store. Stop yourself. Take a minute. (laughs) Realign your intentions. I get to have a fabulous day. I'm going to take a 15-minute meditation walk today at lunch around the building. I don't know. Whatever it is. Look for where the happy stuff is. Anywhere it is. Okay? Somebody compliments, oh, thank you. This is a nice blouse. I appreciate it. Anything you can take 
be like, oh my gosh, look, my luck is turning. My day is turning. My reality is shifting. Anytime something happens that's positive, extra focus on that. Instead of the negative stuff, just switch it around. And you'll see, even if you got to stretch at first, fake until you make it a little bit, pretend. (laughs) I promise that it will help just give it that boost it needs to grow exponentially. And then, and then the really cooler stuff will start happening for you and open up in opportunities. Okay. So those were my eight lessons I've learned from spirit, how to shift your reality. And you can do this right now today. And I want to hear how it worked out for you. Hey, Scotty. Hey guys. Well, I was able to reality shift during your, your speech there and Jupiter donuts just showed up at the door. Wow. I just had the cream filled donut. Wow. Yeah. You went to whole alternate universe. And yes, that. I did. That's well, super actually, cool. I just made a phone call and they delivered it. Great. That's awesome. <laughs> Which goes really against everything I believe in deliveries. I just don't believe in deliveries. Yeah, you don't so. do delivery. I wonder if but, other, it could be like, you could be a red aura of your generation that doesn't like delivery services. Yeah. Because I think new red auras have no problem with that. That could be the yeah. younger red. The younger reds might yeah. have no problem with that. The yeah. <laughs> that's, that's possible. It's, it's more of my generation. Wait, what generation? Red. You're Gen X, right? I don't know. The Gen the, X red. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Anyway, well, I, I did want to bring up a topic, and this is off of reality shifting now, uh, because it's, this happens to me a lot. I mentioned it in the last podcast. I mentioned it in other podcasts, and I really kind of want to get to the bottom of it. And the Thursday night discussion group also was asking me about it as well. And here it goes. So, so let, let me talk about it here. So obviously I'm a red blue and ever since I've been doing the schedule and the podcast, so explain what the schedule is, the, uh, the schedule for readings and Scott setting does, everything up. Yeah. You do all my scheduling, all the yellow stuff okay. that a red's doing. But anyway, so ever since taking over the scheduling, the, doing the podcast with you as your, as your co-host and really kind of getting more involved in your practice, it's really weird. I know, and this is only for like daughters. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's that has never happened with someone who's a son. It's only daughters. I know when their father has passed, mm-hmm. but only if they're red. If the father was who had passed, red and blue. That's yeah, that's true. I've seen it. Like it, I've seen it hundreds of times with you. Yeah, I mean, it happened to me last episode with the Jennifer Garner, right in the middle of the podcast. I yeah. can't. I don't have like the ability to like turn it off or turn it on. I don't really want it to happen. It's not like something I enjoy. I get yeah. really sweaty yeah. and I get fixated on it. Yeah. But I knew somehow when we were talking about her that her father had passed. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I don't know anything about her. I don't, I don't follow celebrities. I don't, I don't know this stuff. I can't, can't even hear my voice going on yeah, right now. I know. And, but I just knew he was red and blue and, yeah. I, and I had to make, I had to have you look it up yeah. and, you told me, and you, and you verified it. And this has happened a lot. You know, it happened a few I, episodes on the 9-11, if you remember back to mm-hmm. many, I think when we were first starting out our first season and the guy, you know, I was watching a special with my kids and- You mean you, you because you were a teacher. I was still teaching that. Every year you put on the same documentary yeah. and the last year of teaching- right. And in this documentary about 9-11, they went through certain people's stories. And you had heard this story 20 times in a row because you play it every year. <laughs> but least, your last right. year of teaching, you didn't know it was your last year, but your last year yeah. of teaching, 
it hit you so hard. And then I looked at him and he was like, he's a red blow. Yeah. yeah. And it, and I just didn't understand it. And I think we did tell that story we at did. that time too. Yeah, so, I just had to like rehash it. Yeah, so if you're a listener that just started Because it sounded like you showed it to yeah, Bree and Abby. Okay. Binge, binge listening, then you probably just heard that story. But then, so then I have to reach out to the person. Other, like someone that knows them, the family. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they just won't leave me alone. Yeah. It's like I, and then once I do that, I feel better. Yes. So once like I say, hey, you know, I, I reach out to, and I don't like to do that because it sounds like, you know, I'm. Like fishing, or I feel I like um, encroaching. See, on... I told you. Yeah, that's you always get but mad at me to. for not doing that. No, I but know, then, but I have to. But then, because it's the same, you feel like, am I being a creep? Do they yeah. think I want something from them? Right. I don't want anything from you. I right. just want to tell you. I know. I just want you to know. Like it's like, and that's what the feeling is. Like they want yes. you to know. Oh my god, it's like you, yes, that's yes. Yeah, like that Jennifer Garner thing. The dad just says like, I want her it to know. With I Lizzo want her to too. know. Yeah, it happened with Lizzo. When we're like, talking about Lizzo's dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was a red blue. Yeah, and and it just happened. There, there's another one that and this has been off and on for a while too. Ever mm-hmm. since like I know in some of our earlier episodes we had some Vanderpump rules <laughs> right. goofs. I think I was you know goofing on a couple of the, the members of the cast. Yeah, that's just you true. know just for my own fun and enjoyment. I don't know if anyone <laughs> liked it or not, but. <laughs> And I've and I've never watched the show. I've watched one episode, I think, right. just to know what it was. Right. But there's a girl on there, uh, Lala. Mm-hmm. I think is that her. I don't know if that's her real name. If it's not her real name, I apologize. Right. Lala. Lala. I mean, Lala Kent. Yeah. Is that, I don't know if that's her real name. I don't watch the show. But and you know, when ever since that time, and this is not every single day. It's just been off and on. I'm like, did her? Did she have a dad that died? Yeah, she did. And he's got to be red blue. Yeah. This guy's got to be red blue. And the reason why is periodically. There's like a, I don't know why I get drawn to that, her, whatever her energy, mm-hmm. and I got to tell her. Like, and she's, dad, pur- she's purple. Yeah. Is and, she purple and, indigo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she okay. is. There might be a connection there too. Yeah. Where some people that are more purple indigo or purple blue. Yeah. And it's always the daughter. It's never the son. It's always the daughter. But, you know... I don't know what to do about it. I guess there's nothing you can do about it. And, yeah. I'm, not, and I'm no medium. I'm, you guys are all more medium no, you are, than I am. But that is mediumship. And like, I think I did one episode like, yeah, when someone dies, you're the medium. And, and yeah. the book I'm writing um, that's going to be out in January, I talk about, um, in a way, being a medium. I mean, and, and what I try to tell everybody is like, here, there's people on the other side. They want to come through. And they're just people. And we're actually all able to do mediumship. Some people happen to be more open than others. And it will come through to you in your own specific like recipe of a way. And for you, it has to relate to your own life. You're a girl dad. These are red, blue auras. So they you kind of understand the way that they want to come through. So you understand like that dad vibe. It feels like a... Like a- like, tell my kid, go. Like, like tell him, tell yeah. him. But I don't hear any words. I've never heard a word. Yeah, never... it's emotion. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hear anything. It's not like you well, must so... tell her. Yeah. It's just like I know that they want this to happen. A lot of mediumship can happen like via uh, empathic mediumship. I'm an empathic medium. So I'll get – I just did a readings this morning and like I, I get how they feel about you. And I get like their personality and I get um, how they feel about you right now or, or just like they're – their sentiments towards you. And you're right. A lot of it is just, if you could take all that love and somehow put it in a box and give it to them. And then when they opened it up, they felt it. That's really what you want to do because there's oneness on the other side. There's nothing and it doesn't really exist here. So it's hard. So there's 
the love that you feel is what it feels like on the other side. Like it just takes you over and is all encompassing. And you can never feel that the same way here, if that makes sense. Like you want to give it to somebody, you want to mush it into them, but you can't. Yeah. So so you got to use like words or something. Does that make sense? It's like a feeling you want to give them. Yeah. I I, I guess it's just like, yeah, it's just that they, like you want to tell them. Like they have, your dad loves you. They have to know like, right. That there's, I think for me, it's almost more that they, oh, it's weird. Feeling weird. They, they want to tell the person that there's a way for you to connect. Like, like, like I got the, I got it for you here. I'm going to do it through this guy. Right. I can connect you. He can, he's the guy that can connect you. Right. That's what I get. Okay. I get it like right now. It's like all in my neck and stuff. Okay. I can feel it. Right. They're, they're saying he can can connect you. This is the guy. You got to go through this guy to get to that, which is really weird because that's what I do, you know, because I'm the. Well, that's your tool. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people in different jobs, when they're doing mediumship, it happens in different ways because like spirit found a use for you or whatever. That's basically what it is. Yeah. Because I can't tell you any messages. Yeah. But, and then people on the other side, like with me, I'm so used to it. Yeah. When I feel somebody's pass on the other side, it interrupts me. Okay. So, um, like I'll get stuck on it. But I've just learned to keep going because I have kind of like I, I'd be stopping all day what I'm doing. But for you, you get to you get like very yeah. I don't stuck in, and I can see a lot of listeners like you might be doing mediumship and you just think you're crazy or you're overly sensitive or you're you're not. You're probably just being a conduit for people on the other side. Yeah. No, if this could happen whatnot. to me. This could happen to anyone listening to this podcast. Well, that's why like a lot of kids are sensitive to it. Yeah. But then what happens is you grow up and you just you put a wall up yeah. because it's hard to sometimes function if you're very very sensitive yeah and you don't have uh, natural boundaries yeah. for it you you don't have natural boundaries so you just like to but i mean you don't want to have boundaries either like it's it's kind of like a nice gift i don't know i kind of want to have them <laughs> and, I, and i just want to add that this is not only like for jennifer gardner and this, Lala. Oh, no, this happens with our clients and all the time this happens with clients all the time this all the happened time. it happened you were doing a zoom event and some you know, girl was on the event and her father had passed and I had, you I just, just knew, I just knew. Right. And, and, I know. and then he was bugging me. He's like, you gotta, yeah. you gotta get this, this moment happens for me. To you all the He's same. the guy to get to this. You know, you're thing. very pushy. So I'm, yeah. Yeah. So you're probably I good respect, at I respect it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I you, do respect you respect it. the hustle. Yeah. I do, I do respect the hustle. <laughs> you do. And, um, yeah, I can feel it now. Like there's someone that's red, blue dad is trying to get through to somebody, but I so yeah, that that's Lala mediumship. No, that's mediumship. And um, I should probably do another episode about yeah, how it works for different people yeah. because there is another side. Like I, yeah. and, and then how could you even doubt it? Cause you're still kind of skeptical. Like when I this know. is happening to you, I know. Cause right now I'm even saying in my head, it's gotta be a coincidence. It's gotta be a coincidence. <laughs> That's your ego or your ego tries to keep you safe or distant from it. But yeah, because it, it isn't like the most pleasant feeling because it isn't. No, you get sweaty. Yeah. I get sweaty. My I neck get hurts inch- right now. Like when it happens to me. Actually, I just had a reading and the mom died, like, I want to say an hour ago. So this is fresh on me. It, um, I always start a reading a certain way. Like, I have my I have my way I begin a reading. And that's just how I begin a reading. But she interrupted me. <laughs> like, she interrupted my way of doing the reading. And it's just kind of funny because I was like, okay, fine. You just take over. Like that. Uh, you know, because they, they're, they're strong. They want to talk to their kid. You know, she wanted to talk to her daughter. And... Um, you're not in control. So a lot of doing mediumship is being aware that you're not in control and just letting them kind of use you as the vessel in a way, but it's, it's exhausting and it can be, um, you know, emotional and, 
but it's it's yeah. a gift that we have, and we all can yeah. amp it up. All right. Well, well, all right. Well, I mean, I mean, again, I don't know. I mean, I'm. You yeah. just need to talk about it. Yeah, I just need to talk about it. Yeah. And the the Thursday night group was asking me a lot of questions about it, and. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just try to answer the best that I can. We have I, groups, I our, our MM discussion groups. That's yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, so yeah. The Thursday night group. And even during that discussion, I was getting a little sweaty about yeah. it and stuff. But, uh, yeah, sweaty. I just wanted to clarify stressful. that, that, yeah. you know, uh, this happens to me. All right, let's go to a positive thing. Positive. Well, actually, not so positive. I guess our next <laughs> Zoom event is about spiritual slums. Oh, yeah. I'm so doing... it is positive because we're going to try to get you out of it. But um, what's a spiritual slum? What's it going to be about? Oh, so I'm doing a workshop now. You can look at it on my events page on mysticmichaela.com. Are you in a spiritual slump? I'm really excited about this because I'm going to do two really deep meditations where we meet ourselves and we help ourselves get out of it. Just whatever's in the way, what, what our spiritual standstill is about, what it is going to teach us. It's an individual thing, but we're going to use our collective energy to push ourselves out together. Um, so if you want to check that out, that's available. And what else do we have going on? Well, oh, we got the Know Your Aura website up. It's been up for a little while, knowyouraura.com. Yes. Uh, we have all this cool merch, Know Your Aura shirts. Yeah, we have Aura Explained hoodies, which we're really excited about. Um, it's a brand new kind of series we stuck up on there. Exciting. And we just want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. I mean... I don't know what we do without you guys. I mean, you're everything to us. We love you. You get Scott out of his birthday sadness. Yeah, true. Because <laughs> he plans <laughs> Halloween events for you guys. Truly, though, like we think about you guys all the time. I think every day, Scott and I sit around like, oh, what should we do the podcast about this week? Or what should we do? Or wouldn't that be interesting? Or, or I got a damn about this. Or I got a damn about that. Or we should really think about that. Or people have been asking. So we're always trying. We, we think about you all the time. And we're so appreciative for you just coming through this this wouldn't be anything if you weren't interested in it so we're so grateful for your presence i hope you feel that um next time i'm at the beach and i have a meditation about how grateful i am for you i'll i'm gonna hear a question for you (laughs) (laughs) eat my donut but this podcast is for you and about you and we're so glad you spent some time with us today 